for all my people out there that got a job. Halloween's supposed to be scary. It's not scary this year. Y'all sexy as fuck. I don't know if I'm supposed to be scared to be horny. I don't know. Listen, nigga ain't never lied, okay? Cause this that was crazy Kenzo from TikTok. Your girl has joined TikTok. Okay, your girl's joined TikTok. So, um, yeah, that was him letting us know that, like, bitch, it wasn't scary this year. We look good. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Bree the Black Sheep. I'm your host, Bree the Black Sheep, the Black Bachelorette, self-proclaimed, because I don't want these niggas. Listen, these niggas want me. Happy Halloween, everybody. Okay. I hope that this gets to come out on the actual day of Halloween. Um, I had the craziest, best Halloween weekend. I didn't think we could top last year, but Quincy was like, girl, we here. We did it. And it was it was great. So Friday night kicked off with like the girls, my my kids, my girlies. Um, they had their own Halloween party that they attended at Jersey's Gymnastics. Um, they had like an event for them. And so me and Quincy, the adult, we went to go do adult things. And it was just it was fun as hell. We we did the Michael Myers challenge and I didn't survive. Quincy, Quincy was such a track star. I'm telling y'all right motherfucking now. She ran all the way into the house before Michael even got near her. It was hilarious. Um, wait, 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 wait. Speaking of sexy costumes, shout out to Nife because my girl had three different looks for Halloween and every single one was phenomenal like the details she went above she was a celebrity she's a celebrity okay she gives celebrity energy all the time i love her so much uh the second day speaking speaking of quincy the second i mean speaking of nife the second event we went to was what was that oh no 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 we went to the woods this was actually the the first event I totally forgot about this this was on a random Wednesday I had volleyball a volleyball game and literally had to leave early because and it was a very heated intense game my team finally showed up because I told y'all I was mad as fuck at them last week and I ended up having to leave the third game but we won best out of three and yeah I had to go straight from that to this event with Nifei because they had a Halloween costume contest and I wanted to win and Nife wanted to win and Nife won so shout out to my girl because she was a sexy alien for that night and she looked so cool and speaking of this nigga saying it wasn't scary the girl so I was runner up the girl who came in second place was this white girl who was dressed like a scary it and she looked terrible and I'm saying that because after the night was over and she lost, the judges picked Nife because she was that girl, first of all. And this white girl was outside complaining, going off to her white friend. She didn't see me sitting there because we don't exist to white people. And she was just going off like, the crowd was cheering for me. I should have won. Bitch, the crowd was white. Okay? You did not look the best. She she looked terrible. So like that nigga said in the beginning, the this year we sexy as fuck. So we don't know what you're doing. She didn't even look like it. I didn't even know who she was. But this ain't about her. This is about Nife. This is about Nife being that girl and winning the contest. So proud of you. She was also like a goddess the second night and then Sedusa, like a Medusa sexy version, seducive as fuck. The third night, I y'all, we we did the damn thing. Me and Quincy were Austin Powers and Foxy Blea Blea <laughs> Foxy Breapatra, okay? And we killed it. We did a dance routine. We we really did our thing this Halloween. Like, I'm so glad we did a couple outfit, like 
it went together perfectly. Quincy, <laughs> I showed Zuri the video. She didn't even know it was Quincy because Quincy had this fucking wig on very much Michael Myers from Austin Powers wig and I just it was phenomenal we looked great she embodied Austin Powers so much she was so goofy so fun um yeah it was just it was great the the raw honey event went out went off without a hitch like shout out to Gabrielle who I'm hoping to have as a guest on for November because I she's awesome. She'd be putting these events together for the queer girls. But uh I saw her going off on on her um story. So she's the creative raw honey. She throws all the events that we be going to and showing out to that be lit as fuck. Um but she put on her story that it was a lot of stream in there. And there was at one point I was grinding on this person thinking that they were like masculine presenting stud but it was a whole ass straight man and i was like it was i almost felt like violated when i realized it was a man because he was all over me grabbed me touching me and like you know you with the girls you just say if you feel but it just felt like after i looked up and realized it was a whole straight man it was all these girls who brought their straight boyfriends and these are queer events queer spaces so love that gabrielle always is voicing for us and standing up for us and she dead ass put on her stories like don't do that shit again. Okay, don't do that. This is for the girls. This is straight for the girls. This is gay for the girls. Okay, okay. Anyways, Halloween was so great this year. Like, ah, I had so much fun. Um, Later on, I'm going to do this interview with Zuri that we recorded prior to the weekend. So, uh, yeah, I love to have my baby on, especially when she be going in on me and telling me about myself. Uh, awkward. But anyways, yeah, we... We did the damn thing. Let's see. What else happened this week? Oh, Luli, my roommate moved out. And it was like my sister literally leaving my little sister. Um, So, yeah, my my roommate slash hairstylist slash just always got my got it together. Um, She unfortunately went to go. Not unfortunately, fortunately for her going to go travel the world, do her damn thing. I don't know if y'all been seeing her pictures lately, but she is high fashion. Like, I am so proud of her and I'm going to miss you, girl. But she said that she'll still be in Brooklyn and she better come back to see us. You better be listening to this and knowing that you coming back for me and my kids. OK, we love you. But I did find a new dope ass roommate. So let's see how this ride goes. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's get these nuts off. These nuts? All right, my first night. Go out and vote, y'all. It is so important that we use our voices and go out and vote. I am in a weird space right now because I'm not registered in New York yet. And I still have my residency in Texas. So I'm thinking I need to fly back and vote. Like, for real, for real, it's that important. I'm thinking I need to go and take a trip because it's that's where we need the votes, in the red states. I know we need to vote in New York, but I'm... I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do there or what might have to talk to my girls about it. But my point is it only takes one person to shift the fucking world because Stacey Abrams is proof of that. She completely shifted Georgia blue and she did the damn thing. So please go out and vote because at this point we're at a literal, literal tipping point for the fucking earth. So we need to vote for our lives. It ain't even affecting white people. When white people are affected, you know, that's when people really start caring. So go out and vote because everyone is going to be affected by the uh these um fucking preliminary stages because 
I think we can literally shift the Senate at this point or the the, sh- the Senate will be shifted. So please, um, my second, because speaking of politicians and political, just debauchery and defoolery, um, Herschel Walker is in the news again because for a second damn time, this nigga, uh, a, 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 another woman is coming forward saying that he paid for them to get an abortion back in the day. And so there was one that was recent and one back in the day. And my point of saying this is, like I told y'all, all them niggas up there voting against women's bodies, they just feel that way about the poor. They're just trying to control us like slaves because, like I said, when their daughters get pregnant or their mistresses get pregnant, they go, they're either going to force these women to get rid of it or they're going to kill them. I've, I say this and I've been saying this time and time again that all of the politicians do not follow the rules that they are putting out and regulating. So we have got to stop voting red. Really, Democrat and Republican needs to be all torn down. Just period. The system is fucked. But if we're going to vote, we're going to vote blue because Stacey Abrams, women, women are changing the game. We are doing the work right now. Women are literally trying to save the world. Um, shout out to Greta Thunberg and Vanessa Cotty. Akat? Akat? Let me look that up because I don't Vanessa Nakati. So I forgot the end. Sorry, Vanessa, um, because they are doing the damn work. They're literally trying to save the world and their children. Um, so let's do our part. Let's do what we can to speak up, use our voices. And women, y'all know y'all unstoppable. We need, we're needed. My third nut is there. there's black women just making fucking moves in this world. Black women in tech are just changing the game. I do have a kind of weird stance about this next nut, but I'm still proud of black women for being game changers because a black woman in tech has designed acrylics that can legit um, pay for stuff. So you know how you have the chip inside of your card that you can scan? She designed acrylics that have the chip in it. So she just puts her finger up and she can pay for things. Now me and Quincy, okay, we talked about this, discussed this. I don't want nothing in me. That's why I don't want no implants, none of that. I don't want no foreign objects in me and I know acrylics is already like you know your nails longer but that scares me to have technology that close to my body I don't know see and we carry phones all day not thinking that that shit matters as well and that shit is harmful to have on your body as well on your person but to me putting in acrylic is just too close for comfort in my opinion from me but proud of you black woman because black women are f- smart as fuck like the fact that you designed that um oh that reminds me of the story of that black woman who she was a, a a black doctor this just came out this week and she a, a woman had like a lace front on that got like it had something in it that legit got stuck to her head and was like very much the um, Gorilla Glue girl story, but not the same. Um, and no one could fucking figure out how to get it off. And it was like these doctors literally trying, the, the white doctors were, were literally about to do surgery and, and cut this woman's head open. And the black woman being a black doctor, knowing about wigs and, and black things, I think she used rubbing alcohol or something to get it off. And it was that important. And that is why black women and black doctors are needed Period. Because that's a huge deal. We're going to have to cut this woman's head open because they could not figure out how to simply get this wig that was stuck to her head off. And, the you know, the Gorilla Glue girl, they got her, they took, a black man took that off. So black doctors, black doctors, black people in tech, black people, period. Okay, black, 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 mix with black, mix with black, mix with black. Okay, my next nut. Okay, speaking of women, Giselle Bunchen. I've never actually said her last name. Bunchen. Giselle Bunchen, is that right? That sounds so white. Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady 
have finalized their divorce. And side note, Tom Brady is too damn rich to be having his teeth rotting like that. His teeth look awful. I don't know if he fixed it within this picture I looked at, but I was like, ew, nigga, you need to be divorcing your damn dentist because what's going on anyways they finalized their divorce and this is just this nut is not even about you know i don't care about white drama this or white on white crime i this is a shot this is a word and a message to women that they divorced because she's been waiting all these years she gave up her whole career to be this man's wife she was at the top of her fucking game she missed out on so much money because she decided to be a stay-at-home mom and be a wife to this man and he said when it was his time, when he got a certain point in his career, he would retire and they would, you know, live their lives together. And he was like, nah, no, period. I'm never going. He legit came out with all the audacity of like, I ain't never retiring. I don't know who said that. I ain't retiring. Like, and men will do it to you. Men will sit there and promise you all of the things, all of the world and tell you to give up your hopes, dreams, lives to be their fucking slave at home, barefoot in the kitchen just to, to turn around and do you like that. And I ain't saying that her choosing to be at home with her children is the wrong thing. But women, the same way they can do it all, we can do it all. I'm done thinking that we got to sacrifice our lives to be the best mom. I'm not I'm not going for it. It's not happening because half of y'all don't even be rich. People don't even be raising your children. So at this point, bitch, get your ass up. Continue to follow your dreams. She still should have modeled. But really, it's about men not wanting to have women overshadow them. They want this huge prize. And when they get it, it's like, you need to, I want my trophy wife in my trophy case. I don't want her out here popping, exceeding, doing all these things. I want her for that attention. But I don't want her to be bigger than me. So he convinced this woman to give up her biggest career. She was at the top of her career when they got together. And decided he was not going to give a fuck about that shit when it came time to do what he was to said he was gonna do so women choose you choose you because if you're not choosing you you're gonna be angry and bitter and blame your, your children in the end i want for all parents if my mama my mom was the best mom but if she had chosen herself and lived her best dreams i would not be upset at her for it like i'm so glad she sacrificed to do all the things she did for us but it's a dawn of a new age, bitch. We outside. Okay, we outside. Sorry, Giselle. My next nut is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're done. Wow. We are done with our nuts for today. Thank goodness. Um. So, yeah. I'm hoping we all having a good Halloween because I had the best damn weekend. And uh, I am going to take a break. And we're going to have Zuri on with this interview. All right. Okay, y'all, I am back. And now I'm joined by my daughter, Zuri. I wanted to bring Zuri on again this year because last year we had a Halloween episode. And this year we're going to do it again. We're going to talk about Halloween and the differences from last year. Say hi to everyone, Zuri. Hello. <laughs> Um, so Zuri, we're doing our second year in New York and it's really crazy. Like the difference is you'd be surprised at how in Texas you go door to door and trick or treat. We don't do that in New York. Like you kind of, you have to go to businesses. You don't really go to the apartments cause it's like apartments. You have to like stop at a church. How did you like trick or treating? Did we go last year? No. Do you want to go this year? Mm, not really you don't want to go well we 
we have that party coming up. Are you excited about that? You're going to that Halloween party with Jersey because I think y'all get candy there. Are you excited about Halloween this year? No. No? <laughs> are you excited about your um, costume? What are you dressing up as? Diva from Overwatch. A game that I've never played in my life. So you didn't, you never played it. Okay, yeah, y'all. She made me order this diva costume, which is cute, by the way. She looks so adorable in it. Um, what made you, why did you choose that? I have no idea. You just saw it online and liked it? Yeah, I liked it too. When you put it on, it was super, super cute. Okay, well, I am excited about Halloween this year. I am dressing. Well, you know what? Let me not tell you what I'm dressing up as because I want y'all going out and copying me. But me and Quincy will have like, well, our our costumes are going to go together. So hopefully we can win a costume party this year. We're dressing up as. <laughs> I guess I can tell y'all. It's, I'm going to be Foxy Cleopatra and Quincy's going to be Austin Powers. It's from the movie Austin Powers. You've probably never seen it. But we should watch it because you would love it. And I was telling Quincy last I night. I want to watch Legally Blonde too. Okay, we can watch that. But that's not really Halloween-y. Well, that is the perfect segue, y'all. We can talk about what we've been watching what are you what have we been watching lately for halloween to get into the spirit the midnight club oh we did i thought we did watch the midnight club i thought the midnight club was gonna be like more scary it was like cult. it's like very culty how is it not scary to you because it was more about like suicide and depression and like death i feel like it wasn't like no one really died. The one girl who died died because she was supposed to die. I thought it was going to be like a murder mystery or like there's going to be people dying well, going to and be ghosts. Like a season two, most likely. It, it feels like it's going to be a season two. Um, I didn't like how it ended. So what are your reviews? Let's talk about it. How, what did you like about it? You just hang your mouth. I'm sorry. I'm putting the mic closer to you so you can, if you pull it away, they're not going to be able to hear you. Okay, so the ending shows how um the ending was supposed to um hint you that the the lady was um working with her because if you really think about it, who would just let the villain get away because they can do anything? That's why I said the whole time. So there's like a lady who I could tell from the moment she came on the screen she was gonna oh, be spoiler evil. Alert. Yes, spoiler alert! Because we jumped all the way to the end. I could tell that the lady who was evil at the end was gonna be evil, but. That woman, I knew she might have been in on it because why are you just going to let this evil lady live next door all this time? You just never going to try to get rid of her? You just going to have this place next door to her knowing that she's crazy and trying to suck people's soul out? That's just, it made no sense to me. I feel like since she didn't directly go into the place, like the forest, because like they had a lot of art, she said they had a lot of arguments. So maybe... Um, she yeah. was trying. No, I feel like. Anyway, I had an excuse, like when we were watching it, but I don't know. I forgot where it went. <laughs> I think I liked about it at first. I could not stand the white girl Anya because she was yeah, driving she was me like, crazy. She was so rude. Oh my god, you're so. Annoying. And then when she died, because like she would talk all the time, time. so it'd be like. Oh my God, where'd that voice go? Yeah, but I I ended up liking her at the end. It was like you you started to understand why yeah. she was in so much pain and like angry. Um, and I didn't like the way that they killed her off. It was like 
basically they did the ritual and she died and the other girl got healed all of a sudden it's like and then the girl who got healed was the girl who got on my nerves the most because she was all into yeah, church maybe she's into it too because i feel like they wouldn't just let her go like that it was weird right but okay my favorite character was definitely the the, the black boy the gay one the one yeah who's, mine too uh, he his any smart remarks yeah Lanka was cool um and we did not like that the one dark-skinned girl in there they yes, wouldn't they, they wouldn't even make her talk they'd only make her help everyone yeah she was like a supporting character in everyone's story but everyone else had their own main yeah, th- stories what I think about it, they didn't even let her read her own story no That's nothing so and every time she would start to talk someone would cut her off and they would just let it be like that and even when she was in other people's stories she was barely in anyone's stories and they barely gave her lines it was like I don't what was the real point of her being there though she could have not been there and, and it wouldn't have made a difference in the show because they want to give no shade but represent and that's the the problem when you do representation and you put black people and stuff or dark-skinned people and stuff you don't give them a fair share like everyone else like the black boy and stranger things at first he didn't even have a storyline or a family until like the second season they put people in there just for representation but do not treat them as they would the other characters and while alanka was black and she was the main character she had a white daddy she still was very much mixed so if if that's a half black person, they're still half white. So it's like the one full black person that they put in there, she barely had any spotlight. And we didn't like that because there was many parts that supported that. And I'm like, it was just weird. Yeah. She deserved. And she was cool. She deserved. Yeah. Like. And she looks better. like she'd be like really rich and like, I don't know. Rich people have like. I feel like rich people's stories be more interesting than others. Yeah. Because. Um, she, I'm saying, yeah, she did look like she would have been rich. And her people, mama had, like, with her mom was like a, yeah. she ordered that wig and they clearly had money. But they, we didn't know anything about her life. They legit shortchanged her. They did not show anything. Because rich people's stories sometimes. Well, poor and rich people's stories be really good because poor, you have to build up to the top. The rich kids be having everything and be miserable. So let us know her backstory, why her family wasn't really even there for her. But anyways, um, yeah, we watched Midnight Club, which was overall, it was good. It helped you cope with death and think about um, living in a different way because these are all these kids who are fighting to live. And I thought that was really interesting. I like that, too. So overall, what would we rate it? An eight. I, I was gonna say an eight too. To ten. I would. I would say an eight because the racism against black girls is a big deal. So yes, it, I'd give it an eight. I'd say watch it and know that it's not really scary. It's more like there's a little jump scares. There is jump scares. That boy's story was really good. The but it ended terrible. Yes. That white boy's murdering spree like why did they the way they ended it and it was like oh he just had a demon in him because that's what y'all be trying to act like when white people be murdering y'all be acting like it was just a bad spirit nah fool that nigga was crazy <laughs> that man was crazy um oh yeah i'm sorry not to cut you off or anything it's okay but remember that game that you play when i was little like that killing game that i used to play me yeah what game yonder simulator oh it wasn't when you were little it was like two years ago you are a little still. Okay, anyways, yeah. <laughs> they they made her an excuse to say that she had no feelings unless she had that boy. 
<laughs> okay, just admit that she's crazy. It's off brand because women will go through all type of su- suffrage and get cheated on or can't have a dude and we don't do murderous things. Boys will get mad because they can't have power or can't have a girl and kill someone. Like, girls don't do that. And mom, the creator of the game is so weird. Like, he makes... It's that, a man. Of course it is. Yeah. He makes it um where to, like, to sabotage the girl that likes him. Like, you have to kill her somehow. Or, like, get her expelled. You have to take, like, so there's, on the game, there's, like, a selfie. And you have to take pictures of their panties just to get the stuff to expel. That That is so nasty. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm glad that they banned that game because you shouldn't have been playing that. And I, I, I like that. Well, I'm glad you don't be playing no more. I get that you understand things are wrong, but it's still, like, when you intake that type of media it still seeps into your brain that some of this stuff is normal like you know what i'm saying even if you can, can call out everything i don't ever want you to see that stuff and think that it's okay because a lot of people think that it's okay but speaking of that i know we're talking about halloween stuff but let's talk about the boondocks <laughs> zuri speaking of stuff that i don't want her to the transition <laughs> Speaking of stuff that I do not want her to intake or incorporate, I was talking about the boondocks with Quincy because I'm like, I'm rewatching this and it's a lot of coon shit. It's a lot of making fun of black issues without coming all the way around. So whereas black people, especially woke black people, can watch it and understand the satire, non-black people or anti-black humans can watch this show and just be laughing right along and acting like, yep, black people like that. So while... (laughs) I want to put a warning that The Boondocks is problematic. It's still one of my favorite shows. Um, Zuri been watching it like crazy. She watches it every day. The the Sting Meaner episode. Zuri, there was an episode of Sting Meaner, and Zuri was like, they're not even spelling the N word right because on the, on the, uh, what is it called? The subtitles, it was spelling it like N Y U K K. I was like, that's because he's not saying nigga, he's saying nyoka. What did you say, nigga? Um, so they're definitely spelling it right because that's how he be saying it. Um, what did, why do you love the Boondocks so much? What is it? It's hilarious. I'm like, oh, I just got a cramp in my toe. It's like, because I was moving my toe, like, (laughs) I was stretching it. It hurt. Anyways, I feel like because maybe it's cartoon and the the kids are younger and seeing things from their perspective, I think (laughs) that that's funny. What what has been some of your favorite parts of episodes? Well, on Kickbot, the little white girl. That he thought he he messed up for life. No, like when she started dancing. Yeah, he thought he he ruined her, but she yeah, came out. Then she, then she and just she started was. <laughs> <laughs> I like I love the kickball episode. I can watch that one. Oh, that's Me one of my too. top favorite ones because. Same. And then the stink meter episode. I like the kickball episode when um Tom <laughs> he kicks the ball and he's so surprised at himself and everyone's like, yeah, he did a good job. He's like cheering and everything. He gets smacked he, upside of his like head. So brainwashed. None of them stretched before they even kicked the ball. <laughs> he's just over here taking his time. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why he was so proud when he kicked the ball. Cause he's like, oh, I'm that nigga and got knocked out. Celebrating and stuff. I don't know why he thought he could walk that, that slow. So, that felt so white. I don't know. For some reason. Yeah. None yeah. of them were stretching. They were like, well, you would need stretch. Well, they should have been stretching is what they should have been doing. Um, I also, one of my favorite episodes is um, 
smoking with cigarettes when he has that friend <laughs> because at the end when that white man is like trying to kill him and he pushed him off the, the roof and they're like oh, he's gone and they're like oh no he over there you know what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> I love that episode so much and also side note because me and Zuri have realized that like when black people are problematic we do not get no money off of it because this boy got famous for doing so many bad things and they branded him as evil This that episode is based on a true story they branded him as evil they like exploited him he was 12 years he was no he was 8 no. yeah it really was on the news where he was he was really beating up his grandma still in her car and he was 8 and they branded this little boy is evil like i don't even think he the, did the anything devil. with his life yes the devil okay but then you have someone like bad baby who went on dr phil and she's like worth 50 million now so when white kids do the same thing it's like oh troubled youth and even the black people be in the comments like i hope she turns her life around y'all do not feel hopeful and caring when it's little black kids y'all call this eight-year-old evil like kids kids are not evil and she was and then they want to make it like Oh my God! This one kid's going on like when she was telling the the family about why he's that way. They were the like, grandma. Yeah, when the grandma was telling them why he was like that, they're like, "Oh my God! This one never shuts up." When like, yeah, because they see a black people and they don't have any empathy. So it's like, oh, here she go, and she's he's just out of control. But anyways, the Boondocks is definitely hilarious definitely iconic <laughs> iconic yes and episodes like that too where it's like homophobic um i don't know it's just like there's a lot of things wrong but there's a lot of black people who really act like this so i feel like shows like this are not needed right now because we really need people to understand and protect black culture but then when you make stuff like this that's for black people and other black people and take it they just laugh at us and make fun of us that's why chris rock is problematic but anyways what else we've been watching for halloween we watched that good and the bad movie that three hour long movie did you like it where the white girl was actually the bad girl and the half black girl was the good ignored it and then at the end then they ignored what they ignored that she was selfish and everything the white girl and they just had the oh, black girl yeah. save her over and over and over again and that dark black girl didn't even give her like any, any parts. parts and then there I was parts any parts. and there were parts when they would show the five people like at the beginning at the beginning y'all um the half black girl goes to like she gets dropped off and it's like five girls who are like i guess the quote-unquote mean girls that are running things i don't know but they're all different races and one of them is dark skinned black girl. They're they literally when they show them on the screen, block off the black girl. They show the four girls and then have the black girl just blocked off the screen. Like it's so apparent that I don't even understand when directors, white people are I guess black people are invisible to them because they just are totally fine with it always being the dark skinned black girl. And their excuse is we're too dark. You can't then they say, We're too dark. When it's light. Yeah. Like if you can't if if it's too dark, then uh lighten it up and then let the white girl overexpose <laughs> if it but no you don't because it's racist but anyways the this movie overall i guess was good did you like it i like that it was saying nobody is bad no oh, one's yeah i'm sorry go ahead. go ahead no i like that i just like that it's saying that no one's good and bad like everyone has a mix in between um because yeah but i was gonna be mad if they dropped the black girl off at the at the bad place and the white girl off the good place but the way that she felt entitled to being good and being a princess especially because she was blonde it was like hmm and it was talking about 
to me, classism, racism, all those things, because in, and like you asking me, what is fair? And all those fairy tales, they always say that the princess was fair skinned. That means she was white. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think about it? Did you overall like it? You sat there through the three end, hours. At the end, um, that guy, he came back for her. Like in like a weird way. Like he was trying to. Which one? Like he was obsessed. Which guy? The guy that liked her at the end. The guy that kissed. The white guy. Yeah. Okay. He came back for her at the end, like in an obsessive way. Like. Yeah, and she didn't choose him. She chose her friend, and I like that too. They're they're making more movies geared towards women choosing friendships because like i told y'all friendships are what will save your life throughout throughout your life relationships will drain you and make you feel really bad about yourself unless you find the right person but we put such an emphasis on girls finding the love of their lives whereas in boys films and shows it's about adventure and like brotherhood all that girls don't get that we've been always the damsel in distress needing to be saved so while this this movie was a little annoying because the black girl was still constantly saving her like we always have to do at the end of it she chose friendship and i and she had the choice to choose a boy and she chose friendship even though her friend didn't deserve it but i did like it for that what else we've been watching i'm trying to think have we been watching halloween movies scary stuff Okay, well, we can move on from shows. Let's see. Do you remember any of your past outfits? Did you dress up as a cat? You dress as a cat. SZA. Oh, your your SZA was so cute. Like everyone loved it. And you loved SZA and her her album and her songs. She dressed up as SZA. She looked just like her, and I did a great job on her outfits. Um, yes, that had like one of the most likes oh, in yeah. history. And that um anime dress. Let me show you. That you for Halloween one year in Texas? Who was the anime? I don't know. Oh. Well, that's cool. I think I'm trying to remember some of my favorite past Halloween outfits. Oh, I was a nun. That was I love that because my last name is Nun. That was one of my favorite. Me being a nun. They already know. Oh. Um, that's one of my favorite outfits. What else did I dress up as? What was I last year? Oh, it was sucky. Well, this year will be a little bit better. Um, let's see. What's your favorite Halloween activity? What do you like? Do you like making hot cocoa? That's just like it, a winter thing. You like that's an autumn thing. Autumn. That's that's what I'm talking about. Fall, fall festivities. I don't have any. You don't really like trick or treating, right? Mm, I like when I have my phone. I I just play Roblox because. They have really big updates just for Halloween. And, uh, and honestly, the Halloween stuff would be like the best. Well, you can find stuff in real life to look forward to. Instead of just always thinking like Robux, there's like actual things to do. Like the party. I think you're going to have a lot of fun at this Halloween party. I'm excited because Juju gets to go with you. Um, what is the scariest thing that happened to you when you were alone? So sometimes when the... um. The way that, that our house is slanted, sometimes the the door, Zuri's room door will open and it'll happen. Like when we were watching Midnight Club, it happened so many times. And I'm like, it feels like ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> it's always scary to me. Nothing? Nothing really scary? Well, good. Maybe you're... Would you ever do a Ouija board? You would do it? 
<laughs> Ouija boards scare me. They freak me out. You do did you, it? No, that's why. Oh. Would you, like, do you think they work? Like, if you're with people you and y'all. these movies? Yes. You believe it? There's a lot of movies about them, most likely. So we should do it one time? Yes. Really? Yes. Are you afraid of the dark? No? I'm still afraid of dark to this day. Me. Yeah, I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> I get like super, super, I don't know. I don't know. Anxious. It's like I know that there's nothing in the dark, but then it's like when all the lights are off, I'm just kind of like, what is in the dark? I don't even believe that. I don't want to say it that it's not real. Because when you say it's not real, then it's going to show you that I'm real. Mm-hmm. But when I looked up Bloody Mary, I didn't. there was different results when I went to images. Also, Momo. 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 Um, it's just a sculpture. What, did you watch that Bloody Mary episode with me with the black girls on American Horror Story? I think so. Yeah, because I don't like the way that ended either. We watched this episode of American Horror Stories about these four black girls playing Bloody Mary in the mirror. And then through the whole episode, we think that Bloody Mary is killing all of them. Well, at the end, we found find out that the girl was just killing all her friends and was about to kill her sister so that she could get... She was basically trying to get out of where she was out of poverty for her and her sister so to get out of poverty for her and her sister, she had to sell her soul to Bloody Mary, which meant killing everyone. And then at the end, she was trying to kill or she killed her sister because she wanted to escape poverty with her sister, which is why it didn't make no sense to me. So you wanted to be rich so that you could take care of your sister and your family and the way she protected her sister. It made no sense at all to think that this black woman would then at the end kill her sister. Girl, then you're going to be rich. with Who you going to be rich with? So yeah, Bloody Mary may just be right. I mean, may just be scary. Um, I don't know about that. That's not saying it's fake. May, I mean, yeah. Maybe it is. Well, I guess we can do a couple Would You Rathers Halloween edition. Okay, Would You Rather Trick or Treat, which means get a lot of candy or play pranks on someone for Halloween? Play prank. You would rather play pranks on someone than have candy? Yes. Why? I don't care about candy. I have cavities. So you care about... <laughs> so you care about tricking people? Yeah. Who would you want to play a prank on? You. What would you want to do? I don't know. Like scare me? No, you don't get scared. Um, okay. Fearless mama. I do get scared. I don't know. Okay, well. I put a bloody mirror thing in there. <laughs> I would know that was you. Oh. Would you rather battle a superhero or a monster? Neither. If you just had to. They're both coming at you. You got to choose one fight. I don't know. I'm fighting a monster because superheroes, they might have powers. I ain't trying to get my ass whooped. I'm going to fight a monster. Wow. Okay. Dog would you rather. Would you rather become a princess or a witch? A princess. Well, actually, I don't need to become a princess. I'm already a princess. Okay, but you would have, a, if you became a princess, you'd have a, a, a castle. You'd have servants, but you also would have the pressure to always be perfect, look a certain way, and follow all these strict orders. You'd be the queen then? You'd be the princess. I'd be the queen. 
Exactly. So you can choose if I have to have so much pressure on me. No, you don't. Oh. That's not how it works. Like Princess Diana. That's why she got killed. You have to do certain things. A lot of pressure. And then a witch, you would have powers, but people wouldn't like you. They would think you were evil. Honestly, I don't care who voted. Yes, I do. I'm a princess. I I think I'd be a witch. I'd have powers. Because a witch would would just be like being a black person in society. It's like you have all this power and people don't like you just because you came out however you are. But then a witch, I'd have real powers. And a princess, you have servants and a tower, but you're miserable. (laughs) I feel like I don't know. I think black people were witches, but like we were beautiful witches. And I feel like the white witches were ugly witches because they were bad. That's why they had, that's that's why they make no, witches have long noses like that. Mm. So I don't know. When I think of witches, like black witches, I just think of like New Orleans and like women who are spiritual. I don't, I don't necessarily think of it like Voodoo black. Stuff. Yeah. Like very spiritual, connected with our ancestors. I definitely think that we have some power and magic in us. Okay, apple pie or pumpkin pie? Neither. I don't eat. Pie. I don't like pie either. People really like pie, and I don't. That is disgusting. You are disgusting. Or okay, hayride or a haunted house. Haunted house. I love haunted house. You like haunted houses? I should take you to one this year. Then you want to go? Okay, we, we should. I went at our school, and it was like a lot of orange gore. Okay, pumpkin patch or pumpkin carving? What is a pumpkin patch again? Like you go to like a, it's like a little festival. Like what what um Kaya had for her birthday. What is that for her birthday? She had that pumpkin patch. They had the hay rides. They had, it's like a little festival, like a little party. For Kaya's birthday, or we or we could carve pumpkins. Which one? Pumpkin patch. Okay. Oh, the last one is Thriller or Monster Mash. You don't? Do you know what Thriller is? Thriller. Yeah. Who sings it? Who sings it? Michael Jackson. I can't hear you. Michael Jackson. You gotta speak into the mic. Michelle Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you for knowing that, Michael Jackson. We had a whole thing at our school. Do you know what Michael Jackson looks like? Yeah. Do you know, have you ever seen black Michael Jackson before he turned white? You never seen him when he, he was black? He scary. But people make fun of him I mean, a lot. He did a lot of stuff. really so. racist. Is racist? Wow, you know what? That's crazy. If you talk shit about Michael Jackson's white version, is it racist still? No, because people <laughs> said that he has a skin... Thing. He was bleaching his skin. He had no damn skin condition. I don't believe. I think he was bleaching his skin. He cut off his nose to look more white. He did his hair. He's, his skin condition wait, wouldn't change all of his. It wouldn't change his fro. People think that he had a skin condition because he he turned white. That is the same thing that that's because back in the day, won't no one was doing it like that. He was like one of the first people to like be super famous and bleach his skin like that. That's Uncle Ruckus, though. <laughs> that is Uncle Ruckus. And back around because, I don't know, Michael Jackson's dad was severely abusive. And it like, I don't know, he had a lot of issues. But you seen black Michael Jackson. Did you see how good he looked? Oh, wait. My, Michael Jackson might be Uncle Ruckus because... I don't know if he was super anti-black. He always, he would have videos... Not like that. Like, internal hate. Uncle Ruckus, like, 
hates himself like the way he looks or thinks he's white yeah he says that he's white that's why he says the n-word a lot yeah he stands white people because because his mom said that he has skin thing that makes no sense because that just don't make no sense (laughs) yeah something something was up well i'm proud of you for knowing Michael Jackson, thank you for joining me this week on the podcast again. We weren't going to do a Halloween episode, but then Zuri at the last minute decided, I'm going to talk about Halloween. So um, last question, as a child, if there was any, if you wanted adults to know anything about what it's like to be a child, what would it be? If you could tell us anything or enlighten us or educate us, what, what do you want adults yeah, to know? Always. Just because most of the time y'all are right doesn't mean like all the times you're going to be right. Hmm, that's real. I don't think that because someone is an adult, they're always right. That's what. No, what do, because you sometimes, most of the time you'll be right, maybe. Or you'll think you're right, but you're not right. But do you see how a lot of times when I tell you stuff, I'm trying to guide you and get you to understand things that I've already seen and been through? Yeah, but mm-hmm. like that when... Um, you thought it was me. You were like really blaming it on me. I'm like, it's not. I was me. really asking if you did it because no, you. You said that was you. That was you. When we came in here, I asked you. I mean, you asked me, what did you do to this? So I thought you were being funny and had erased it. And I told you I was sorry for that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you saying that we're not always right. I know that. Don't I apologize all the time? I Did I tell you I was sorry? Yeah, but. There was another time where, um, remember when we were doing the dancing? I, I before I know that before I said no because I was upset. Then I asked, and then and then you will feel like you ignored me, but I guess you didn't hear. Then you said that I didn't ask when I did ask. Yeah, but when I asked you, you said no. So I get it. You you feel like you want adults to know. I'm not talking about me in specific. I'm talking about adults. I know. Period. What do you want adults to know? That. That they're not always right. Yeah. And that sometimes they should listen to children. Yes. Do you think that that can also go in reverse? Yes. That you're not always yes. right and that sometimes you can listen? Sure. Do you feel like anytime... I think the difference between us two is when I am wrong or I feel like I've done something wrong, I apologize. I don't think that I remember you ever apologizing to me. So while you yes, want me to understand, tell me a time when you said sorry for something. I don't remember it, but I don't remember like the situation, but I do remember saying sorry. I think that it can go both ways. I feel like I want you to feel heard, but in reverse, you don't always want to care about how I feel or what I say. So I understand that you're young and that's why I want you to have a voice. Do you recognize and see that I want you to have a voice? Yeah. So I feel like it needs to go in reverse too. You have to recognize that I have a voice. I have to care for you in this world and want you to make good decisions, which is why I have to make decisions. And I know that I'm not always right, but I know that if at the end of the day I make the wrong decision, I'm going to be sorry about it or talk to you about it or want the best for both of us. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us this week, Zuri. You want to tell everyone bye? Bye. All right, y'all.
I'm going to be back with my Black Sheep of the Week. Okay, I'm back. Do you see what we're dealing with when you raise a vocal child? Okay. I literally just had like a rift with my mom not too long ago. And I was trying to tell her how communicating my feelings to her isn't always disrespectful. And I have to, the fact that I am, I say this to my mom and then feel irritated when my child does the same thing. It's like, I need to hold myself to that same standard. First of all, if you got it, if you want to say thanks to your mom to feel heard and listen to what she says, whether or not you feel like, whether or not my mom feels like what I say is valid, I want to be heard and express how I feel. But I, then I cannot sit here and then want my child to be quiet or not. Um, express herself when she has issues and then I get irritated because I'm like the thing you're upset about is so small and so dumb who cares if I said you did that and you didn't do it okay sorry life goes on um but to her it's big it is a big deal that means you don't trust me or you're not listening to me or I feel unheard so I while trying to heal my inner child when it comes to speaking up to my mom or speaking up for myself, I need to also be very aware of how I affect my daughter. Even when I do get irritated when she says that, because I'm like, you just be disrespectful. What is the point of you saying that to me? But it's actually more about her trying to express herself and her feelings versus trying to attack me. And a lot of times you have to let go of your ego as a parent, but who in the moments, I be wanting to slap the shit out of her. <laughs> Y'all know I don't spank. But anyways, I'm here to bring you guys my black sheep of the week. On that note. Of the week. Black, black sheep of the week. Hey, black sheep of the week. <laughs> my black sheep of the week is going to Wangari Maithai. I'm going to spell her name because I want you guys to look her up. W-A-N-G-A-R-I-M-A-A-T-H-A-I. Wangari She's actually no longer living, but she was born in 1940. She was an environmental activist and the first woman in Africa to earn a Ph.D. Born in 1940, which is not a long time ago and was the first woman to earn a Ph.D. She went through so many struggles and battles to um, receive a scholarship to study biology in the U.S. Um, In 1969, she returned to Kenya to begin her Ph.D. and veterinary anatomy at the university of nairobi god nifa's gonna kill me for not knowing how to say that despite her pioneering academic record she's best known for her environmental activism this is why i wanted to make her my black sheep of the week because she funded the green belt movement and what the green belt movement did was it planted more than 30 million trees in africa and helped about nine hundred thousand women almost a million women she overcame obstacles politically and personally to be an agent of change for her children her peers and women so she went through a lot she literally got beaten and jailed for um protests against president daniel arap moy's government including its plans to build a 60-story government building in the middle of Uharu park in central Nairobi. and in her campaign was successful after being beaten and jailed for her protest she was successful and she went on to win a seat at um mp with a whopping 90 percent of the vote like she it just i know she's no longer living but her her effects have lasted for 
such a long time because she planted 30 million trees in Africa. She fought for Africa. She fought for kids. She fought for generations. Like I wanted to make her my black sheep of the week because so often we look up to celebrities and there's really just all it takes is you being one person to make change for the world. Like we really need it now. Everybody needs to stop ducking their head into the sand and using their voice and standing up. And luckily I was born a black woman because I saw things as being wrong for a very long time. I knew from a child that the way that the world was constructed was not okay. And I have never stopped speaking up and I really need everyone to do more. I need to do more. I need to get involved with the community. Um, I say my black sheep of the week so that people get, inspired to want to make change um so yeah that's my black sheep of the week she's amazing i want more of us to build communities for our future generations so we can literally save this world it's going to take community it's going to take more than hope it's going to make a it's going to take us creating and making the fucking change being the change okay what i have been watching um i i started wendell and wild Wendell. It's actually Wendell. Wendell. I'm so damn ghetto. I'm so black. Um, Wendell and Wild. It is so good. I only got halfway through it. I tried watching it twice already. I kept falling asleep. Not because it wasn't great. But Netflix has not done enough promotion on it, first of all. But just because I've been sleepy as fuck. And Zuri finished it. It was great. I love, like, stories. Even with, like, death. Like, um, what was that movie? Not in Encanto. It was another Disney movie, Coco. Yeah, I think it was Coco. But like little kid stories that deals with death because I have had a, such a huge fear of death since a child. And it's like, it's the one thing where certain will happen to us in this life. We're going to die. All of us are dying. You will get pregnant. You will die. Okay, no, just kidding. But you will fucking die. And I just have to, there's, I think we are in such a crazy time and how people are being literally killed and hunted that it makes you so fearful when actually death can really be a celebration. Like we should celebrate our lives while we're here because death only happens once, but you live, you live to fight another day. You live every day. So I really, really enjoyed so far Wendell and wild. I need to finish it. Um, Abbott elementary, listen, Abbott elementary's Halloween. Did we talk about that? Did me and Terry talk about that? I can't fucking remember we talked about that in the interview, but Abbott Elementary's Halloween episode was by far the best episode ever. Like, it was so funny. Every bit. I know quotes from it. It was so Quinta B's look off camera. The fact that Courtney was, uh, Courtney, y'all know Courtney from Instagram. We all know Courtney. She's my girl. She's like my best friend. Like, she doesn't know me at all, but she's my best friend. Issa Rae's my best friend. Quinta B's my best friend. When we get them on screen together, like, ah, I, mean, I like literally screamed when I saw her. I'm like, look at my bestie. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to get her on this podcast one time. I'm going to interview the fuck out of her because she is so big. But anyways, my favorite part was when Quinta asked one of the parents this. She's such a beautiful. She reminds me of so many black women who be dropping their kids off looking fucking good. She was like, oh, what are you going to dress up today? And she was like, a bad bitch. OK, because <laughs> she is a bad bitch. She was she's such a bad bitch um, that the the references to Marvel. It was just hilarious, especially because I'm a nerd and it's like incorporating nerd shit into black shit because of so many black people were nerds. I can't. Like, I loved it. Abbott Elementary was so good. Okay. Game of Game of Thrones. Look at me still trying to still trying to make Game of Thrones happen. Um, 
House of the Dragon. Okay, House of the Dragon was crazy. The fact that this nigga, Amon, just really fucking killed her child like that, like, he played too much. Nigga, you played too much. That's what be happening. Fuck around and find out. And his dragon was like, nah, nigga, we ain't chasing for fun. We're out here. We're killing. We're killing. It's happening. Um, It was such like the season was so kind of weird it was random shit happening it had that time jump it kind of was like all over the place but i still love it because i'm a fan of the show that episode got me hooked that episode was the equivalent to game of thrones episode when jamie pushed um pushed homeboy i can't remember which star kid he pushed uh, i can't remember his name right now but brandon brandon mark i don't fucking know pushed him off the um the tower when he caught them having sex brother fucker mother sister fucker when they was over there fucking each other uh ain't it funny how we see jamie and cersei and was disgusted but here we see here we are just gunning for um fuck 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 i can't remember their names right now gunning for uh renaris renera whatever and damon to be together even though they're cousins it's like i don't care I don't care. I want it. I want to see it. But anyways, that moment was very significant because it was like, I feel like him accidentally killing his cousin is the chain effect that's going to drive um, Renera to actually go to war and fuck them niggas. Because now you, I was going to let it slide that you stole my crown. I wasn't going, I wasn't going to act crazy. But now everything she does is warranted and actually, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see. I love that she had the two black girls at the table. Her um, nieces uh, like brought them to the table. Her nieces slash stepchildren because, yeah, gross. Um, they're actually like her stepchildren, her cousins, and her um, cousins stepchildren and also nieces all in one they nasty over there they nasty but anyways yeah house of the dragon that that last episode was good okay the way that um homegirl flew back home on her dragon she should have burned that shit down but she's like you know what it ain't my fight but her her husband showed up her black husband showed up it was just a good episode it was i'm all over the place but it was it was all over the place it was great it was really it brought it back together and i feel like season two which i hear is not supposed to come out till 2023 2024 or something i'm like don't do that don't do that to us don't play with us don't play with us don't play with me don't play with black women like that okay let's get this going all right, we don't know how long we're going to be on this fucking earth. Shit ain't happening. Shit ain't popping. Okay, we need it now. <sighs> what else have I been watching? Is that it? I have not been watching House of, House of Potomac. Um, Housewives of Potomac because it's just so colorist. I don't know if I said that last week, but it is so colorist. Um, so since we already here, let's talk about my micro of the week. Okay. My microaggression of the week is the fact that colorism is just as big as racism. I said this again. Um, I don't know if I've done a micro on it, but I want to talk about how the women on this show respond to Candace and Wendy over how they respond to everyone else. I watched a clip and the way Robin legit called Mia's story about her having cancer fake and them getting over it like it was nothing, but then telling Wendy, oh, I'm not, your kids can't come and hang out with my, my kids. Like they... If they were white women, everyone would see how racist it is. But because they have that one drop of little black in them, they the lightest of the skins, they get to treat black women like 
so crazy and aggressive. The way that they made um, uh, Monique out to be this aggressive, angry black woman for beating Candace's ass. But Robin was about to beat Ashley's ass first season and everyone was like, oh, she saw red. It's blah, blah. It's always warranted when lighter skinned women do things. But when darker skinned women do any fucking thing, it's mannish, aggressive, crazy. Look at how Cardi B acts and how she's responded and how she's so spicy and cute to everyone and then how people respond to Meg Thee Stallion. Real ass body real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga okay all that do you see the difference colorism is alive and well and it's I'm t- the microaggressions are so high on that show I can't do it okay my micro of the week is housewives of Potomac that's it the whole thing um, party favors okay my party favor this week is a little messy okay because I have had this situation and this happened to me time and time again and I'm leaving this as a party favor for y'all so y'all stop getting yourselves fucked up because y'all be trying to have me fucked up um I have always had weird ass friendships with people who low-key be jealous or shady or competing with me in some type of way I don't know I don't know what it is I'm that girl I guess what the fuck um my party favor is that you can fall out of friendships with people and just go about your way you can smooth, stop being someone's friends or stop fucking with them and just go on your way, mind your business, do your thing. I continue to have these weird friendships with people that when we stop being friends, they go out of their way to talk shit to, to other people about me, lie on my name, bring me up in conversation, constantly obsess over the fact that we're not friends anymore. I don't know what that is or why people do that shit. This happens all of the time. I when I stop fucking with someone I uh, cool bye I don't need to tell no one what happened I don't need people on my side I know me I know I'm cool with people who know me fuck with me um I don't need to go above and beyond to slander your name or to say shit that we talked about or just anything like reveal to people your deepest secrets or say or make you feel like whatever I'm just like I don't care once I move on from from person or situation I move on from them that is the reason we not friends anymore so my party favor is the fact that when you cut ties with people stay over there okay stay the fuck over there I don't need it I don't need the energy I'm at peace with myself I'm not going above and beyond to prove where I am to anyone and I'm good Okay, I'm that girl. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. I hope that y'all had a good Halloween weekend. Peace.